Shaitan has all these types of information and knowledge. But what Shaitan lacks is full-fledged love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Shaitan was not able to overcome his ego, therefore was not able to love Adam for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, despite explicit and direct command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So Rasulullah says, Iman is to have more love for Allah and his messenger than for other things. Worldly things, personal things, tribal things, sectarian things, etc. In another hadith, he said, "La yu'min al-'abd hatta akuna ahab ilayhi min malihi wa ahlihi wa nas No one is a mu'min unless. His or her love for the Messenger of Allah is more than their love for their money, for their people, for themselves. So we have many, many hadiths about this. I thought I would share something about Prophet Ibrahim, Allah Nabi Salam, and then something from Misbah al-Shari'ah. If we have time, which I doubt for tonight we will have more time, then I may mention something more. But I want to make sure that inshallah tonight we mention these two from Prophet Ibrahim and Imam Sadiq alayhi salam. Ibrahim alayhi salam, when, you know, he had great love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. To the extent that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala chose him as his khalil, as his friend. Ittakadallahu Ibrahim khalila. There are beautiful stories about Prophet Ibrahim and how he was chosen as khalil. There is one incident which I would like to mention uh, is that there was a time of shortage of food and there was drought. Prophet Ibrahim had a friend in Misr, in Egypt, and went to take some food from his friend, but unfortunately he couldn't get the food from his friend. And on the way back, before reaching home, he was very embarrassed to go home without anything. So what he did, he filled the bags on his mule with some soil, so that at least from distance, when they see him, they think he has brought some, you know, food. Then he would find the solution. So he filled the bags with some soil and went home and after some greetings he slept. When he woke up 
he has smelled fragrance of fresh bread. One of the best fragrances is fragrance of fresh bread, especially if you are hungry. So he has smelled fresh bread. He asked his wife, how did you make this? Where did you find flour? His wife said, this is the flour that your Egyptian friend gave you. Egyptian friend. And then Ibrahim realized that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had saved his you know, reputation, his honor in front of his family by turning the soil into flour. So he said, إِنَّهُ خَلِيلِي وَلَيْسَ بِمِصْرِي Yes, he is my friend, but not the Egyptian one. This is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Anyway, he had great love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So the hadith says, when the angel of death went to him to receive his soul, he said, هَلْ رَأَيْتَ خَلِيلًا يُمِيتُ خَلِيلًا He said to the angel of death, I am Khalil of Allah, and Allah is my Khalil, Allah is my friend, and I am friend of Allah. Is any friend receiving and taking away the soul of his friend? So as a question, to see what you know, the response will be. فَأَوْحَ اللَّهُ عَزَّ وَجَلِّ إِلَيْهِ Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed to Ibrahim, you ask, is any friend taking the life of his friend? Now this is the answer. هَلْ رَأَيْتَ مُحِبًّا يَكْرَهُ لِقَاءَ حَبِيبِهِ Have you ever seen any lover who dislikes meeting his beloved? I am inviting you to my meeting, to the party. Why are you worried? So Hadith says, Then Ibrahim said, Ya Malak al-Mawt, al-an faqbad. Now please take my soul. I want to quickly depart and meet my beloved. So this shows how much love he had for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. According to some hadith, Mu'mineen, when they approach this and they see this, Allah shows them what is prepared for them. And from that moment on, they would not have any dislike for death. Before they may dislike death, but when they see this, Allah shows them things that would make them happy and prepared for journey. Isa salam also has something beautiful that uh, inshallah I will leave it for tomorrow because we have something very special from Misbahu Sharia. You know that there is a very famous book, The Lantern of Path, Misbahu Sharia. 
there is a discussion among the scholars, is it word by word from Imam Sadiq is it something that Imam Sadiq compiled or is it teachings of Imam Sadiq and maybe one of his students, you know, companions put together. But for sure, it has connection with the teachings of Ahlul Bayt in particular Imam Sadiq and our ulama have had respect and high regard for this book and some ulama have commentaries on this book. So in the, the, the section about love, Imam Sadiq according to Misbah al-Sharia says, if the love for Allah comes to heart of a servant, would empty it from anything that can make that person busy, engaged, make him preoccupied. No, this person now is focused. This person is now concentrated on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. A true lover, when is awake, thinks of beloved. When he's going to sleep, he thinks of the beloved. When he's waking up, the first thing is, where is my beloved? And even during the sleep, dreams of his beloved. There is a beautiful story that one of our Marade, late Ayatollah, Sayyid Hadi Milani, was in Mashhad uh, in the time of Ayatollah Burujirdi and shortly after Ayatollah Burujirdi. He had a, a kind of a kind of surgery operation. And there was a foreign doctor that was supposed to uh, do the surgery in a hospital in Mashhad. And if you research the name of the doctor, his grade, everything, all details are there. This doctor said to an Iranian doctor, that after surgery, when Ayatollah becomes again conscious, register for me what he exactly says, the first words that he would say. He says, Baba had surgery, and after that, he had a recovery, and then when he started talking, he read some pieces of du'a. I think it was du'a Abu Hamza. This professor said, every person in that moment would only say what is deeply Built in their heart. 
They are not still very conscious. Just what is there comes. And he said that I have been with many patients, religious leaders, politicians, etc. But normally in that condition they say things which are not important, sometimes things which are embarrassing. But this man was deeply connected to God and he embraced Islam. He embraced Islam and he was uh, buried as a Muslim. The name of, I forgot the name, but everything is there in the, uh, you, uh, on the internet you can find the documentary on life of Ayatollah Milani. Also, they interviewed the Iranian doctor who was fulfilled. Everything is uh, registered. So it was very interesting for me that he said the very first words that a person at the recovery says show the reality of that person. One of my friends had an old father who was an alim and he suffered a lot during his life. One of his sons became martyr. He had a child who had mental issues, so he suffered a lot. He said, my father sometimes doesn't recognize us. Maybe he had some kind of dementia, so he said, you know, as a son, sometimes he doesn't recognize me. But he recites Ziyarat Ashura by heart. He has forgotten the name of his son, but he has not forgotten Imam Hussein al-Islam. This is something that only those who have access to the deeper layers of the heart can understand. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows who has real love for him and who just paid lip services. So here it says, if the love for Allah illuminates Allah sirra abdin, Start shining on the inner self, the secret self of someone would make him free from any engagement except with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and any remembrance except Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. وَأَسْتَقُهُمْ قَوْلًا وَأَوْفَاهُمْ أَحْدًا وَأَزْكَاهُمْ عَمَلًا A true lover of Allah is the sincerest person, is the most truthful person, is the most loyal person, is the person whose actions are very pure. So love for Allah automatically removes any insincerity and refines our actions and intentions. And then he says, يَتَبَاهَا بِهِ الْمَلَائِكَةِ When a lover of Allah whispers to Allah, 
Angels are proud of him. Angels are so nice, so pure, so innocent that they don't have any jealousy. They don't have any hatred or you know dislike for human beings. Although human beings have become Khalifatullah, wise servants of Allah, but they don't develop any hatred. They did sajda and they are very appreciative of human beings who are nice, even they ask forgiveness for mu'mineen, as we have in the Quran. And here it says, Angels would be proud of lovers of Allah. And they are proud of meeting them and visiting them. Then Imam says, وَبِهِ يَعْمُرُ اللَّهُ تَعَالَى Because of a lover of Allah, blessings come to the whole city. The whole land would be blessed and developed because of a lover of Allah. Now imagine if you have many lovers of Allah, in a community, in a town, what would happen? Because of his honor, Allah honors other servants of him. That's beautiful. If other servants of Allah Say, oh Allah, because of this muhib of you, give us our hadad, Allah will give their hadad. This is the concept of tawassul. That because of a lover, Allah gives to others what they ask. Some of you may have heard uh, this discussion from me about the concept of muqarrah. Who is Muqarrab? I think a very a straightforward for understanding the meaning of Muqarrab is to refer to the Quran itself. In the Quran, we have several occurrences of this term. Two of them, which may actually seem to people irrelevant but are actually very helpful and very relevant are about the Pharaoh and magicians Pharaoh and magicians you know how Pharaoh planned to damage reputation and honor of Prophet Musa Pharaoh said in order to defeat Musa, we have to bring something similar to his mu'jizah, to his miracle. So he called the magicians, the best magicians, he called them. Magicians that they were used to doing magic, they were used to eating haram, this was their job. Now they thought it's a good opportunity. We help Pharaoh 
and you will get something from Quran. So, Quran says, before the actual day of competition, or maybe before going there, they ask Quran. أَإِنَّ لَنَا لَأَجْرًا إِنْ كُنَّا نَحْنُ الْغَالِبِينَ If we manage to win over Musa, is there any reward for us? They wanted to fix the rate before because they thought if they leave for later, maybe you know, Pharaoh forgets. So before they wanted to get the commitment. Fir'aun said, Naam, wa innakum laminal muqarrabun. Yes, you would have asked, but indeed you would be one of those people who are muqarrab to me. You are very near to me. These two ayahs, in two different surahs, but very similar wording, are very helpful to understand who is muqarrab to a king or to a person who has position. Pharaoh says there are two levels if you want to analyze what Pharaoh said. There are two levels. One is as you have done some service to me, I am going to pay in return. This is one relation. I am hiring you and I'm going to pay your wage. But there is another level. I'm going to raise you from this relation of working and getting some payment to another relation and that's to become Muqarrab. Muqarrab is not someone who is given proportional to the work and services. Who is Muqarrab to a king? Muqarrab to a king is the one who receives lots of gifts, lots of presents from the king, not that just a salary. Muqarrab is the one that can see and meet the king. This is very important. Not only he receives lots of gifts, he can meet the king. But if someone is working for king, can they, he say, I must meet the king? No, they say, okay, you work, you, we have to pay you this much money. Go and take it from the treasurer. It's not that everyone who is working for the king has the chance of meeting the king. But Mugadra is the one that can meet the king and even the security, the guards know that this person is muqarrab to the king. He's closer to the king than the guard and the security. They cannot stop him. Plus, muqarrab, if you, you know, think yourself, you would find these characteristics. Muqarrab is someone that whoever has a request, has an issue that needs to talk to the king or ask king for help. They don't have access. They ask this person who is Muqarrab 
Could you please intercede for us? Yes? So these two ayah very much help us to understand who are muqarrab to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because it's the same concept what in different contexts, in different cases, but the same concept. And I don't want to go into that discussion now, but if you are interested, then uh, there are lectures I have talked about this. So, Imam Sadiq alayhi salam, according to what we have in Misbah al-Sharia, brings the same elements for muhib. So we realize muhib of Allah is muqarrab. Because of him, others are honored. Not only he is honored himself, because of him, others are honored. Not only he receives, because of him, Allah gives to others. Because of him, ya'muru bihil bilad. So a lover of Allah is very close to him. Then he says, فَلَوْ عَلِمَ الْخَلْقُ مَا مَحَلُّهُ عِنْدَ اللَّهِ وَمَنْزِلَتُهُ لَدَائِهِ مَا تَقَرَّبُوا إِلَى اللَّهِ إِلَّا بِتُرَابِ قَدَمَائِهِ If people knew how much this person is close to Allah, they would have taken the soil of where he has put his feet in order to bless themselves and get closer to God. So all the things that we you know, talk about tawassul and shafar. Then he says, قَالَ أَمِيرُ الْمُؤْمَنِينَ عَلَيْهِ السَّلَامُ حُبُّ اللَّهِ نَارٌ لَا يَمُرُّ عَلَى شَيْءٍ إِلَّا اَحْتَرَفَهُ Love for Allah is like a fire. This fire would not pass by anything except that that is burnt. One of the characteristics of fire is that it has light. One of the characteristics of fire is that it purifies. It burns and would not let any impurity remain. In analogy, in you know, metaphoric language or symbolic language, fire can sometimes be used for darkness and being away from God. That is like fire of hell. That's dark, full of smoke. But fire in symbolic language also can stand for light and purity. This is why Musa السلام, when he was traveling in the night with his families said فَقَالَ لَأَحْلِهِمْ كُثُوا إِنِّي He said wait I have seen a friendly fire a blessed fire آنَسْتُ This fire is not annoying this fire is giving uns, you can get acquainted with this fire. So fire is not always bad. 
fire is sometimes very good and like the fire that Musa السلام, went towards and then for the first time Allah spoke to him the first revelation received was then so Amirul Mu'mineen says Hubbullah Narun you know sometimes we have moral problems not sometimes actually most of the time we have many moral issues to fix them takes time if suppose I am jealous I am greedy I am fearful I am a person that easily get you know despaired I am admiring myself so I have lots of problems I have to fix them and it takes time but if you fall in love with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala this uproots all the problems this burns all the germs love cleans your heart from any impurity any attachment this is the power of love this fire is also light of Allah that would not be projected on anything except that it would illuminate. <coughs> and then Imam Sadiq quotes also from Rasulullah if Allah loves someone in my nation if Allah loves a Muslim a Muslim man a Muslim woman and then when Allah loves, He puts the love for His servant in the hearts of His chosen servants, in angels, in the inhabitants of His Arsh, His throne. So if we are loving Allah, Allah would put love for us in the hearts of his chosen servants and creatures. Tuba lahu thumma tuba lahu wa lahu indallahi shafa'atun yawm This is a great achievement and success and such people can do shafa'ah on the day of judgment. I pray that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala enable us to taste this love. Imam Zainul Abidin alayhi salam said, O oh Allah, man zalladhi zaqa halawata mahabbatika farama minka badala. O oh Allah, who is the one who has ever tasted the sweetness of your love? And then he has looked for a replacement, for an alternative. Our problem is that we have not yet tasted the sweetness of love for Allah.
sweetness of love for Allah makes his awliya, his lovers so excited when they get any opportunity for being alone with him. How much me and you, you can test yourself, I can test myself. If I want to see whether I fall under this category. What you feel when you have opportunity to be alone with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. What do you feel in the middle of night when everyone is asleep and you have opportunity to wake up and connect to him? There is Hadith of Qudsi. It says, Kadeba man za'ama annahu yuhibbuni Fa'idha jannahu al-layl nama anni the one who thinks he loves me, but when night comes, he sleeps without paying attention to me, he's a liar, he doesn't love me. If I love someone, I want to be alone, I want to be spending time with that person without being distracted by anyone. So. We pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give us this honor of tasting his love and then inshallah if we taste I'm sure we also this with anything else. The poem that I have chosen for tonight is also related to love. So inshallah with this poem we try to connect to Allah and his awliya. Assalamu alayka ya Wow. 
وقتی که روح عاشقان وابسته تن در مرد خیلیست که در زنده بودن The soul of the lovers is no longer dependent on the body. There is a grace in death that cannot be found in life. Man هر جا که دل باشد جواب یار هم لنمی I have seen you with my heart I don't know about others I have a heart so connected with you and whenever heart is involved the beloved یا شمدان روزه قبرم را مزین کن با شمدان روزه قبرم را مزین کن تا کس نگوید خانه اشراق روشن Ignite some candles on my grave so that people would not think that the house of the lovers is dark. چیزی به غیر از دوری تو قاتل من نیست او الله مای بلاوید او امام زمان مای بلاوید او حسین مای بلاوید this poem can be said to all of them I have a request that when I die please write on my grave the only thing that caused my death was separation from my beloved When I want to hold on to your love, please don't push me away. Please don't look at who I am and what I am. Give 
گیرم برای من مجال روز بلندی دلاغ را